Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it is Tuesday. Yesterday was Memorial Day, so we got an extra day off for the weekend. I love those long weekends. They're super nice to be able to catch up on just things that I want to get done and be able to hang out with some family and friends. So it was just a good day yesterday. I got to hang out, got to spend some time with my girlfriend and her family uh, before she goes back to Florida, and got to just relax a little bit, eat some good food, and have a good time. But it's been a uh, it's been an interesting beginning of the week. I had a good amount of sales over the weekend, and then today just everything kind of came to a halt. And a lot of the items that I've been selling have been doing really well, just with the recent series of events of people being stuck inside and people not having a ton to do. So I've been selling a lot of stuff that's hobby-related. And as things start to open back up again, I can see that the views on the items that I'm trying to sell and the amount of purchases people are making in those items have gone down, which has naturally caused the price of those items to go down on eBay. So it's been interesting watching that. I kind of felt that this would happen at some point, but I didn't know when. And it seems like it's starting to happen a little bit more now. Plus the weather's getting nicer, so people are going outside. They're not stuck inside as much, even with bad weather going on around them. So, you know, with the nice weather, people want to get outside. They want to enjoy the the outdoors and it's caused some of those items to decrease in demand as well. So that's been interesting to watch. I'll probably end up doing a few returns here and there, but overall it's been well worth my time getting into OA and RA and and just making a lot of money doing that. So that's been really helpful to me. It's something I've been enjoying a lot. Looking forward, I, I think that the time that we have had over the past two months has been absolutely ridiculous for retail arbitrage and online arbitrage. I've seen a lot of people talk about how they haven't ever seen it go this this crazy with just so many items that you can go out and find, and quite personally, I haven't seen it do that as well. The only thing is that I've only been reselling for about a year now, a little bit over that, so I don't really have too much to compare it to uh, as of previous years because I've only been doing this for a year, so I only have last year to compare it to, and last year I didn't really do any OA or RA because I didn't really know any about it. So. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to this summer and seeing what sorts of things I can find to resell, seeing how the markets shift and what sorts of items do well, what sorts of items don't do well. Looking forward to hopefully getting a little bit of sports back on the TV just to hang out and watch and hang out with family, have a uh, you know have some food and just relax a little bit. But looking at what I am very excited for this summer. The number one thing I think that is going to skyrocket and really do a lot better for resellers this year than we've even seen in previous years will be garage sales. And garage sales are super, super great places to source, especially if you are a new reseller. Because you have a lot of people getting rid of a lot of stuff that they no longer want and they're really they're usually willing to sell it at a very, very, very deep discount just because they want rid of the item and oftentimes they don't even know what it's worth. So it's really nice because you can go into a garage sale, you can go through these these different people's perceived junk and you can actually find the stuff that's worth something and usually get it for five, ten bucks at the at the most. You know, it's not I've spent up before, I've spent I think I've spent like 70, 80 bucks at a garage sale before on, on one item, but that's for an item like a stereo receiver that I ended up selling for 200 plus. So 
it's one of those things where most of the items you're finding though aren't that expensive and you can still get those really really high margins on those items so that's something i'm looking forward to this summer and if you've never done garage sales before and i'm kind of assuming that most people haven't because that's really what i gear this podcast towards is helping people who have never done this before or are just starting out get really really antiquated with how reselling works and start to make a little bit of extra money for themselves if you've never done garage sales before you really don't know the power of flipping stuffed animals on ebay and mercari and specifically mercari itself because stuffed animals are something that is super super common they aren't very they're not super difficult to find everybody has stuffed animals every little kid has had stuffed animals at one point or the other it's one of the most common toys you can find in somebody's house and everybody has these stuffed animals everybody outgrows them and there's parents that are left with tons of stuffed animals left over that their kids don't use anymore because now they're in their teens and teenagers don't typically play with stuffed animals so it's it's one of those things where people want to get rid of these things and you can usually get them for anywhere from 25 cents to maybe a buck or two depending on how big and how rare and, and what kind of stuffed animal it is but i i've done really well with stuffed animals i would venture to say that i have probably made a few hundred dollars off of stuffed animals alone and that's me being very selective with what i pick up and what i don't pick up i typically will research a stuffed animal pretty heavily just because i don't really want to pick up a lot of stuff that's kind of junk but when i first started out i really wasn't that picky and i would just buy anything that was disney themed or anything that was nickelodeon themed or anything that had some sort of a following and i would just put it on mercari and i'd list it at like 10 bucks and it would sell within anywhere from a couple days to a couple weeks and i'd have eight bucks now because mercari or i'd have nine bucks because mercari takes 10 percent. so i would have i'd be able to turn a quarter into nine bucks every day and it was just it was super easy there really wasn't that much you need to do you only need to take a couple pictures and you turn very very little investment into something that you can actually use later on to reinvest into more uh into more bigger purchases into like a bigger purchase that you can reflip and make even more money on or that you can just use to do whatever you want to with it different different things around the house different things for somebody you care about just just a lot of different opportunities you can do by just taking a stuffed animal that you buy for 50 cents and flipping it for 15 bucks on ebay or mercari and i'm just going to talk about it sounds weird but i'm going to talk about my stuffed animal strategy and hopefully give you a couple tips on what kind of stuffed animals you can pick up and how you can make the most money on them and where you can flip them so for me when i look for stuffed animals I learned where to flip stuffed animals from Gary V. And Gary stresses the importance of going after vintage. He stresses the importance of going after stuff with a huge following. Think like, I think in one of his episodes, he's picked up a SpongeBob stuffed animal. He picked up a Care Bear stuffed animal. He goes after My Little Pony figurines. Like these little things that are super like cult classic type of things where, where they were something that dominated a certain time or when like a certain generation can relate with so like the 90s my little pony stuff was big in the 90s different things that were big in the 90s are super big now because they're vintage and so that's the kind of stuff that i try to go after and i'll look for stuff like good stuffed animal brands i'll look for stuff that looks like it's high quality things like the brand gund g-u-n-d 
Gund is a very good stuffed animal brand. They did a lot of high quality stuffed animals. Uh, they still, I'm not sure if they're still in business, but I know that a lot of their stuffed animals are uh, higher quality things. They're not something you would win at like a carnival or something like that that's full of, stuff, of sawdust. They're, they're good high quality stuffed animals. It's something that you would have to pay a good amount of money for at a, a toy store if you were to go in and buy it. Other brands that do well would be like FAO Schwartz, depending on what kind it is. I They had a partnership with Toys R Us, some of the stuff there, especially like the Jeffrey Giraffes that were made where they were like a collab with FAO Schwartz and Toys R Us. Those giraffes, I think, go for like 30 bucks, and you can pick those up at a garage sale for anywhere from like a quarter to a dollar. So just these little stuffed animals that you don't really think much about you can really make a lot of money on. I typically look for things that look like they're old. Anything that looks like it's old, I immediately look up, especially like vintage teddy bears or things like that, things that look like they are really old. Now, I don't typically look for stuff that looks like it's ratty or that it's been completely like, like an ear looks like it's been bit off of the stuffed animal or something. I, I don't look for stuff like that. I'm looking for stuff that looks like it's still in really good condition, stuff that hopefully somebody can relate with, whether it be something like a, I like a bunch of vintage stuffed animals, maybe from like Animal Planet or something like that. Uh, bigger brands that make stuffed animals is kind of what I'm looking for. And all I'll do is I'll go to a garage sale, I'll look through their stuffed animals. You can feel a stuffed animal and see if it, if it feels like it's, if it is worth picking up or not. There's clearly a difference between something you would get, like I said, at a carnival versus what you would buy at a toy store. And, and you can easily see that. You can see based off of the detail on the, on the animal itself. You can see based off of the quality of the materials that were used. It's like anything. You can tell clothing's quality by the actual materials used on the clothing. You can do the same thing for stuffed animals. You can do the same thing for really anything that was, that it has, that's made with varying qualities and uh, qualities and varying uh, textures and things like that. So. I typically will look for things that feel like they're high quality, even if like if the stuffed animal has a tag and the tag has a brand on it that looks like it has a decent logo, I'll look that up, I'll type in the brand name, I'll go on eBay, I'll look up the brand name with the stuffed animal and what type of animal it is, or, or if it's a character like, think like a Disney character. Disney store stuff does really well, I, I look for that a lot, because a lot of Disney store stuff is discontinued and a lot of Disney collectors will have certain items that they collect. I talked to an episode or two ago about a person who collected vintage Eeyore Disney stuff, and I ended up getting that off of them for a very, very low cost, but people that collected Eeyore and people that collected Winnie the Pooh stuff and people that collected D D vintage Disney stuff were the people that I was primarily targeting with that. There's a lot of people that for whatever reason have a, a an affinity with Eeyore or have an affinity for the Little Mermaid or, or any of these different Disney things that were really, really big whenever they came out. The the real popular Disney princesses, the Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, especially the vintage Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse stuff, things like Mickey in that there's like a, a big thing at Disney World where he is in like a wizard's outfit and he has a wizard's hat on, like stuff like that does really, really well. Just, just a, anything Disney, I, I typically try to look up and go after and pick up at a decent price just because especially if it's from the Disney store, that was an expensive stuffed animal. 
the Disney Store is not cheap. It's anywhere from 30 bucks and up for a lot of regular size, like 12-inch stuffed animals. So you can usually get 10 to 15 bucks out of that. You just have to be willing to wait on it. And a lot of people are willing to part with them super cheap because to them, it's just an old toy that their kid used. And who wants a used toy to them? But to us, we realize that there is a market for that. You just have to be more willing to wait out and willing to list it and go through the process of listing and taking pictures and packing the item, which a lot of people aren't willing to do. So that's where you come in. That is where I come in. That's where resellers come in and meet that, meet that uh, disconnect between the buyer and the seller and we kind of can be the seller for the buyer that is looking for that item so that's what I would do if you're going out to garage sales and you don't really have a lot to invest stuffed animals are a great way to start making money now I've talked a little bit about listing them on eBay but my best place to flip stuffed animals is Mercari I'm not a hundred percent sure why people are like this but for whatever reason, millennials really want stuffed animals that are from like when they were kids. And I'm not sure why. I have my general idea just because I, I've talked about it before, but I think that a lot of millennials want that feeling they got when they were a kid and they want to pass that on to their kid. Maybe they have a very good childhood memory. Maybe, maybe it's a somebody buying a stuffed animal for a family member that um, you know, their, their loved one that gave them that stuffed animal passed away. So think if your grandmother or grandfather gave you a stuffed animal when you were a kid and it was your favorite and they passed away and for whatever reason your stuffed animal got lost, it got destroyed and you were devastated because it was something that reminded you of your grandma or your grandfather. So maybe you have somebody who cares about you, they remember that you like that stuffed animal and as a gift they get it for you. So not because you want the stuffed animal to play with but because it reminds you of a loved one. These different things are why people buy stuffed animals that aren't necessarily for them but would be for an adult. And then there's the obvious reason, they just wanna buy it for their kids. So there's a lot of market on Mercari to actually buy and sell stuffed animals. There are a lot of people that really want to pay up for stuffed animals on Mercari. I'm not 100% sure why it is so big on Mercari versus eBay, but I can just kind of liken it to the fact that there's a lot more millennials on Mercari and they're a lot more prone to spending more money it seems so they they want to spend more money and they don't have a problem with it they're willing to spend up for the things that they want and so that's why i typically will sell stuffed animals on mercari it's just do a lot better with them on there and as far as that goes i just create a listing i put the stuffed animal what type of animal it is the brand and then i'll just put in a bunch of keywords in the title and i'll jam it full of keywords so if it's a mickey mouse stuffed animal i'll say mickey mouse plush disney mickey mouse plush magician you know Minnie Mouse like any of these stuff that you can just think of that are related to Mickey Mouse just cram in there Disney store that's another thing you can put that as the brand and now anybody who is looking for something from the Disney store or something for a Disney collector or a Mickey Mouse fan can go and find your item and it's just an easy way to make a quick few bucks off of a 25 cent investment so it's really really easy they are stuffed animals are the easiest thing i can think of for somebody who doesn't have a lot of capital doesn't have a lot of time and doesn't really want to put a lot in to a business starting out it's one of the easiest things to sell you don't have to take a lot of pictures you need like eight pictures at most and you don't even need that many you just take a picture of the front and the back of the animal and then if there's like any sort of stains or something just take a quick picture of that and you're fine and then 
to package it up. It's not like it's going to break. Just stuff it in any box. doesn't matter if it fits very well. Just stuff it in there, cram it in there. They're, they're very squishy, so it's, it's easy to cram them in a small box and just tape the box up real well. It won't explode or anything. The stuffed animal won't break most of the time because it doesn't have anything that's breakable on it. And they're just super easy to sell, super easy to take pictures of, super easy to ship. You don't have to worry about them at all. I love selling them for that. It's just that sometimes the margins on them for me right now aren't that good because I'm trying to make a little bit more money now that I have more money to invest. So, but if you're starting out, if you're looking to make a few extra bucks, I would highly recommend looking in uh, to different garage sales, different estate sales around you and trying to pick up some stuffed animals this summer. I think that you can make a lot of money. Uh, like I said last summer, off of stuffed animals alone, I made a few hundred bucks. So it's just, it's super easy money that is, once you kind of start to develop an eye for it, which you can quickly learn because you can see it visually, which ones look older, which ones look of better quality. And once you kind of develop that eye for it, you can go through a, a large, a large, amount of stuffed animals really quickly filter out the good ones and then look those up on ebay and go from there so hopefully that makes you some extra money this summer if you're looking to make a few hundred bucks just to help yourself help your family buy somebody something special it's it's something that you can do very easily and i would encourage you to go after and make a little bit of money that way that's all i have for today i'm finishing up my drive i'm gonna go hang out and kind of relax a little bit for the night but you guys have a good one and i'll get with you tomorrow peace